listening to Raising HSE, a podcast designed for parents with students in Hamilton Southeastern schools. Each episode, you'll hear from different staff and teachers, and they'll share with you helpful tips, information that your student can use, and a few parenting hacks, because together we're Raising HSE. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for being here with me today. And welcome to our new kindergarten families. We're so glad you're here. Uh, Today, we wanted to get together and talk to you about kindergarten readiness and offer some maybe tips between now and the start of school that your family can think a little bit more about. My name is Stephanie Lone, and I'm our executive elementary director, and I'm a former kindergarten teacher. I've been involved in uh, public education for about 24 years now, and I've got some other folks with me, very talented folks, who I'll have them introduce themselves. My name is uh, Frank Jackson. I am a kindergarten teacher at Southeastern Elementary, um, and I have been teaching preschool and kindergarten for 21 years. Hi, I'm Danielle Chastain, and I'm the principal at Southeastern Elementary School, and I've been around for a while, so I'm rounding in on my 30th year of working in public education. I am Erin Nornberg. I am a kindergarten teacher at Brook School Elementary, and I have been a kindergarten teacher for eight years, and I taught first grade for one year. Hi, I'm Jeff Hogue, proud principal of Brooks School Elementary, and I've been in education for the past 26 years and have had the opportunity to be in a K-4 building for the past 13. So when I think of kindergarten, and you can't help but smile and have all this joy, you know, in your face and in your heart, especially after a year like this, um, as a kindergarten teacher, I guess, and, and thinking about starting kindergarten, I think back to um Michael Harnish. So Michael was a student in class with me. And you know, when you typically do an insect unit and you have students who are investigating butterflies or ladybugs, uh, Michael was dead set on investigating termites. And he wanted to bring them into the classroom and build his habitat around them. And as I follow Michael today, uh, he's at Baylor working on his PhD in a medical research field. And I think about the impact that our classmates had on Michael, that his family had um, on his experience, and then the thoughtful experiences I was able to provide as a teacher with the help of my colleagues and and working through really thoughtful, um, holistic kind of research-based experiences, getting kids drawing those insects and talking to me about those. And I'd like to think that we have such a special place in setting the tone for learning and for questioning and for just really thoughtful conversations with children. What comes to mind for you, uh, Danielle? Oh, what comes to mind for me, I think because I've been in education so long, um, I've already raised three children on my own and they're adults now. So that moment when I'm welcoming in those brand new kindergartners, it takes me straight back to my own children and seeing life through their eyes and just knowing as a mom that beautiful journey that's in front of them and all that wonder and discovery they have in front of them it there's just that really special place in that moment and in that time the kids either they hop out of the car um, on the front sidewalk of the school or they hop (laughs) off that bus with their big backpack and that's just a really special moment 
that image of the backpack that's just about <laughs> as big as, as they are that's so true but how about for you Jeff when you think about kindergarten kindergarten is is simply a wonderful experience uh, I've been fortunate to have as a principal and also as a parent it is uh, for many of our children the first opportunity to come into a building and into an elementary building and experience uh, the great learning opportunities that we have for children at each of our elementary schools. And it's just the pure excitement, as Danielle shared, of students and parents uh, having this opportunity and meeting children's teachers for the first time. And we, we take kindergarten, um, it's so important for the development of our children and the opportunities that they have to explore, learn, play. Um, it's just an exciting time for all of our families to begin their career. And we are so excited to uh, see your children very soon in our buildings. Absolutely, and Erin? So the best thing about kindergarten is just the amount of growth that they experience throughout the year. They come in not being able to hold a pencil and they leave reading. It's just incredible. <laughs> and just having the opportunity to see the progress in the kids maybe before they realize you know, that what they're doing and what they're accomplishing and just seeing that light bulb light above their head when they realize, oh, this, I couldn't do this before. Look what I can do now. You know, the possibilities are really endless now. Just learning that from such a young age and setting that foundation to become such a lifelong learner is so powerful. So true. Frank? I was thinking uh, instantly to a class experience that I had with a group that was amazing and, and showed all the joy and wonder through play, but learning at the same time that we have in the classroom and are able to see each day and observe in a kindergarten classroom that I had where they were fascinated and intrigued with school bus, with the school bus. And um, for many of them, it's the first new experience that they have. And it just was continuing to be a, a, a conversation piece that came up again and again. And it lasted an entire semester where the students that I had in the classroom were sponges soaking up and gathering all of the information that they could in order to learn about the school bus, the number of wheels, the number of seats, the length, um, finding out that there's a bus wash where they wash the buses and how it's filled up. And then they were able to recreate um, a little bit smaller version, but they recreated a school bus in the classroom and that stayed in the classroom and they used that in their imaginative play uh, throughout the remainder of the school year, which was powerful to see them taking ownership and then using what they had learned to present to others as well. Frank, you all were stuck in the mud in the school bus at one point, weren't you out at a study trip? <laughs> Our bus got stuck in the mud and using that as an experience as well, because it was capturing that once in a lifetime moment for these students that still, some of them talked to me two or three years later <laughs> after that, of the, the truck having to come and get the butt, bus stuck out of the mud. Right. Right. And who knew we had a tow truck, especially arranged for school buses. Um, I'm so glad you guys are with me today. We're going to take this into three parts for our families. And um, it's really important to us that you understand that kindergarten for us is the development of socialization, the development of health and wellness and our, our students' physical health, and then, of course, their academic growth and, and wellness and, and the things that we do to make sure that they're really prepared for first grade and for life. And so why don't you get us started? Frank's gonna, uh, Mr. Jackson here, Frank's gonna talk to us for a couple of minutes about socialization. 
when I think about the socialization piece um, in kindergarten, I think also tying that together with play and new experiences for your child um, coming in that starts from day one. And so I, I wonder about families that are thinking, okay, between now and, and the start of school, what might I be doing um, with my child? And I think about um, the, the whole child coming into the building and it being all new um, there. And from day one, when a kindergarten teacher like myself meets students and, and the newness and the wonder and, and saying, hi, welcome to school. We're so glad you're here. And having turning over that responsibility piece of them hanging up their book bag and taking off their coat and finding their own cubby. And that's starting from day one. And so families um, practicing or just thinking about ways to help families of taking more responsibility might be, for example, having your child to, to set the table with you um, at dinner. Mm -hmm. Can you please get the forks for us? We need the forks for dinner this evening with what we're going to have. Um, or then perhaps having them to, to help pick out the outfit that they're going to wear. Or if that's too big of a task, of course, start out small and say, well, let's pick the shirt. Let's have you pick the shirt that you're going to wear tomorrow um, as well. There, if your child is eating a snack, to have them help count out the number of goldfish crackers. Um, and so that every one of those tasks, when I think about those pieces, it has a purpose in mind as well for children and what we would be asking them to do. And after children coming in and hanging up their book bags and their jackets, we immediately begin to form a family uh, bond. They are through a community circle where students um, are able to sit down in a circle and have their voice heard. And we practice from day one as far as listening and engaging in the conversation, or it's okay to just be an observer at first um, with those conversations that we're having and, and being able to take turns and, and share uh, with one another, not only in conversation, but with uh, the play that occurs in the classroom. Um, when I think about other instances, um, it's that having conversations with your child at home is a great way between um, now and the start of school to really listen to your child and, and having um, book talks. If you're sitting down and, and reading with your child, having them listen to the book um, and have that be a really powerful, purposeful time there. Oh yeah, for sure. Thanks so much for that, Frank. That really is so true. There's such an independence level when students come in and of course they look to their peers and to their teacher for support, but all of that work with independence and uh, making new friends and socializing and engaging in gameplay and turn-taking, all, all great tips for families. Uh, through the spring and summer to focus on. Um, Danielle and Jeff, would you mind talking us through kind of what you know about kindergarten, how it develops in terms of physical health and wellness and uh, things families can be thinking about between now and kindergarten? Uh, one thing that I really think about um, when I watch and observe children is they find a great deal of comfort and safety and routine so some things that come to mind um, when I think about getting a child ready for kindergarten um, are routine. So one of the first things is there's a great deal of research behind sleep and academic success for children. So one way to make sure your child is ready is to make sure that they have at least 10 plus hours of sleep. And then you couple that with a healthy bedtime routine. 
a big part of this routine is your child maybe taking some ownership and like what Frank said, choosing some of their clothes for the next day, um, packing up their backpack. And if, and if you choose to do so, they can even help pack their lunch. So they start to take ownership in that routine and what it takes to get ready. And then I think about that morning routine is just as important after that healthy night of sleep. You may even want to start your morning routine a few weeks before school starts so your child has a sense of what that time frame feels like. They need to accomplish um, so much before they leave for school. So I'm um, setting the alarm, getting up early, getting dressed, the bathroom routine, eating a healthy breakfast, even putting out their shoes and putting them on, having their coat ready and making sure they have that backpack ready to head out the door and just what that time frame feels like. So it's not so new to them. And then the last uh, routine I think about is that eating, that healthy eating routine. You may want to make sure that your child is taking in um, protein for brain and healthy body development, that they're hydrating well, and that they know what that feels like when they're hydrating well, um, and even trying some new foods. Be sure that you're giving them ownership at home with simple tasks. And I, I think Frank talked a little bit about this, such as opening up their own packages, peeling their own bananas, peeling their oranges, opening up their own water bottle, and just knowing what that feels like and having some independence with that. So healthy sleep, healthy eating, and lots of routine, I think will ensure some nice readiness for your child. We also encourage you to have your child best prepared for kindergarten. It's ensure they're updated uh, with their wellness visits and your child's pediatricians, and they have their vision and hearing screenings completed, along with necessary vaccinations. Health is uh, of primary importance for all of our children that we serve in our schools. And we appreciate you being as prepared as possible um, to help us uh, welcome your children to, to our school in a very healthy manner. We also encourage you to have many opportunities for your child to play with other children. We believe that play is a critical piece of our kindergarten and our entire elementary experience. Play is so important for all of our child's development. Playing together is absolutely critical for our children to learn how to not only play hard, not only to play fair, but to play well together and to learn through play together. Healthy play is so important and we encourage you to visit our local playgrounds, our local parks, to give children experiences to play with other, other children and to, uh, have that additional support when they're ready to come to a classroom with up to 20 other students who they will learn to become great friends with and great playmates with. Absolutely. And Erin, I know that we've got um, socialization to think about and our physical health and wellness and families are gonna be thinking about between now and the start of school, checking in with their pediatrician and sleep routines and eating routines. Can you talk to us a little bit more about the academic readiness and then kind of what just development will look like academically in a kindergarten year? So first I wanna point out that we will meet your child where they are. You know, we'll identify their strengths and lead with those strengths so that we can then grow the areas of 
um, need an improvement with your child. So that being said, if you are curious about what the standards we will be covering and what your child should be mastering by the end of kindergarten, you can head over to the Indiana Department of Education website for all of those skills and standards that we will be covering in your child's kindergarten year. But if you're wondering, you know, what can I do to make sure they're ready? And we, we definitely are wanting you to build a foundation to promote development of your whole child um, in all areas of emotional, social, academic, physical growth. Um, some things include, you know, involving your child in lots of different experiences, being able to have opportunities to grow your child's vocabulary, even if you're just talking them through how to make a meal, you know, first time, you know, putting butter on the bread, then I am putting cheese and then I'm putting it on the stove to cook it, you know, any opportunity to hear um, a lot of words and building that vocabulary is really the biggest key to, and the strongest link to reading success. So involving them in a lot of experiences and talking through things with them will definitely be beneficial for your child. Um, involving your child in problem solving opportunities, instead of just telling your child what to do to solve their problem, ask them, you know, what do you think we could do? Allowing opportunities for failure so that your child can learn that, you know, mistakes are okay. And we learn from these mistakes and believing in the power of, you know, I don't know how to do this, but I will, you know, I just haven't learned it yet. That is really important for building, you know, an independent child and a confident child. Um, so definitely, you know, fostering that independence and that that idea of a growth mindset versus a fixed mindset for your child. Um, another thing that you can be doing to help your child is reading with your child daily. Um, one of my favorite quotes that I tell parents every year is that children become readers on the laps of their parents. You know, this is where they are learning how to handle a book, learning that, you know, you turn the page, you read from left to right. They're also able to learn a lot of basic phonemic awareness skills like rhyming that is going to set them up for success when, you know, they start their kindergarten year. So anytime you can involve books and writing is going to help your child. Um, another big component of kindergarten readiness is having that ability to take care of themselves, being able to get in and out of the car rider or on and off the bus independently, being able to use the bathroom and get dressed independently um, is really important. Now, while we still will be tying your child's shoes if they if they need help, you know that's okay. But if they if they have no clue how to tie their shoes, then I encourage your child to wear Velcro shoes until you know while you're practicing how to tie shoes at home, um, is definitely helpful. Um, but being able to put on their coat independently while they need help zipping it up is is definitely okay. Um, something else that is important for kindergarten and you can help your child with at home is being able to verbalize their wants and needs in a classroom instead of, you know, some child, some child may need something and they'll just stand there because they don't know how to tell and identify what they need or how they can get that need met. Help having your child practice following two-step routines and two-step directions will be helpful for communication. And Kind of going into more of the academic components, I want to point out that in HSC, we follow the HSC 21 model, which really kind of goes with problem solving and questioning. So that is incorporated in through all the academic areas and you know how we're teaching and learning. 
some things that would be helpful for your child to know coming into kindergarten regarding literacy is being able to identify and write their name. You know, can they handle a book? Do they know their ABCs? Can they maybe identify some of the letters in their name? Um, what sounds some of the letters make? Being able to count to 10 in math. Can they, do they have a solid idea of concepts like bigger, smaller, larger, being able to kind of order things based on size, identifying basic shapes. And then when it comes to, you know, fine motor skills, can they handle a, a utensil like, you know, scissors? Can they properly hold a pencil instead of using a fist grasp? Um, are they able to trace or draw basic shapes, things like that is really going to set your child up for success. And like I said before, we will, we'll meet your child where they are. We'll help grow these skills, but having some of these coming in will only help your child. Awesome. Thank you so much. I know families get really nervous about, should they be able to read before they come to kindergarten? Do they have to be able to count to a hundred? And um, so visiting the Department of Education's website to kind of look at the standards that are covered in kindergarten, it's on the front page of their website. If you click on standards, you can see them arranged by grade level, see the skills we'll talk about in kindergarten. The most important thing, you're so right, is that idea of being able to look at pictures in a book and talk about the book and being able to be um, a good listener in, you know, Nana's lap or in, in dad's lap or mom's lap and um, being able to interact with text and then, of, of course, that problem solving and that questioning, you know, that that student that is eager to solve a problem at home or um, if their juice spills on the counter and they're eager to wipe it up and take care of it themselves and feel proud about themselves is the same student that's going to be really eager um, at school about learning and about identifying unknown words. And so it's really important to us that they have some of those independent problem solving skills. Um, I want to thank you guys so much for your time today. I really appreciate you taking time out of your day to help us think through some of these readiness skills. Um, families, we are so excited to welcome you. You can go ahead and register now online at our main page. So if you Google Hamilton Southeastern Schools, you would find the open registration link for kindergarten that's there right on our front page. Um, after your registration, that will identify you as an incoming kindergartner and your principal will know who you are and we'll be able to invite you this spring um, out to a virtual open house. And then we also plan to have some sort of in-person open house. We're just not exactly sure what that will look like yet, but registering for kindergarten makes sure that we know who you are and we can make sure to invite you to all of the special components of coming um, to your elementary school. If you have any questions or worries or concerns or something even developmentally that you're not quite sure about and you wanna talk through, please contact your child's principal and they'll be able to talk with you more about that or even connect you with a kindergarten teacher at their building uh, to help you learn a little bit more. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. We have more great content planned for future podcasts. Make sure to subscribe so you never miss Raising HSE.